Will I have an Irma surcharge on my Medicare Part B and Part D? That's what we're talking about in today's episode. Irma is a function of Medicare, and 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 Irma can be a pain point for some people if we don't know what we're uh, if, if we're not expecting it. Basically, it's a surcharge on how much you pay for your Part B and Part D premiums on Medicare. And so we're walking you through what those numbers are, what to be thinking about, uh, the potential for exceptions, and everything that you know need to know about Medicare or my surcharges. And I say this a couple of times in this episode. I'm going to say it right now, just so your brain's ready. Don't worry about trying to make all these notes. We have, we have a blog article written on it that covers all of the numbers because we do th go through quite a bit of numbers. Um, so you can go to the website, go to the blog page. You'll find an article written just on this topic. If you decide you have questions, feel free to go to the schedule call. Uh, our calendar comes right up and we can uh, have a 15 minute conversation with you just to kind of walk through, maybe give you some ideas or kind of help you think things through. So please take advantage of that. Before we get into this episode, though, we have a very quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Uh, we today have a topic that I think is something you have to think about and plan for uh, ahead of time. It's a two-year in, uh, increment, and we're going to walk you through that. But it's really talking about, can I avoid, will I avoid what are called IRMA surcharges? IRMA, which is I-R-M-A-A, -A, is connected to a calculation that is going to determine whether or not I'm going to have a surcharge on my Part B and my Part D of my Medicare insurance. And we've had quite a few clients that didn't plan for this and or maybe know some of the things that they needed to know. And so therefore, they kind of got caught uh, unaware. And so what we're going to do is we're going to basically set up the baseline. And the baseline then is going to say, okay, if I fall into this category, I kind of know my premium. I know what I'm going to pay. And then if I make more money than this, uh, I'm going to have surcharges. And there's a couple of caveats here that we'll handle as we go through. So let's just kind of take us through and understand what is what this all um, involves. First of all, basically what the, the, the idea is, is that if I make more than a certain amount of money, I'm going to need to pay more or contribute more toward my insurance on Medicare Part B and Part D. So what is the baseline? Well, what we have to look at is what is called the modified adjusted gross income. And when we do that, what it's going to do is it's going to say, we've got a baseline. If I make as a single person, $97,000 a year of modified adjusted gross income or less, or 194,000 married filing jointly or less, then I do not have a surcharge. 
I'm going to have a Part B premium of this year, $164.90. So as long as I am in that category. So if you do that, you don't have to worry about surcharges. But if maybe you're still working and you're going to retire in the next couple of years, which is, is where the, the gotcha comes in, we have to start planning ahead of time to avoid those surcharges. So think about it. These are everything we're going to go through right now is 2023. We did one of these before for 2022, but this is 2023 numbers. Where they're getting the numbers from is from what you earned in 2021. They look back two years. So pretend you were working in 2021 and you retired and about to go on Medicare. Now you're having to look at that income. All right. So the first thing that we're going to ask if if let's just say that you know that you're going to retire in two years from now and you know you're working and you go, whoa, we might be over that. Well, what do we do? So I'm going to now kind of transition say, okay, Merce, let's say that a person's looking up their 2023 and they go, wait a minute, in 2021, I was making more than that. What's the first thing that they should consider? Yeah. So if you answer yes to that question of I was making more than the numbers that we just listed off, 97,000 single, 194 uh, married filing joint, then luckily the IRS does recognize that there are some nuances and some special circumstances, what they would call uh, life-changing events. And so have you uh, or your spouse, if married, experienced a life-changing event that has significantly reduced your income? So think about that for a second, right? If you are about to retire or you have um, just any anything that could have changed your income significantly and drastically for the future going forward, the IRS is going to recognize that. And how do they how do they do that? Well, um, there's a whole list of things that they will consider. Uh, and so per the uh, Social Security Administration, uh, a life changing event includes marriage, divorce, widowing, retirement, a layoff, loss of pension or income producing property. So those those items there are pretty common items that we will see. Uh, the most common being I, I retired, right? I retired at Medicare age or somewhere in that area. And the two-year look back shows me having great income, but now I'm retired. I don't have this type of income. So uh, SSA is going to give you the chance to explain why did you have a drop of income? Uh, unfortunately, we see it through divorce and widowing as well. Layoffs has been a common uh, reason to try to get this exception. If you go back to pan pandemic times and and even after that, layoffs were a topic of conversation. Uh, and so just realize that there are exceptions to this, this Medicare IRMA surcharge uh, that uh, you would definitely want to look into. Uh, and and But the, the list is very specific. And what I've heard is that they're very strict on these rules too. But part of this is just understanding and having the knowledge of well, there may be some things around to work around Medicare Irma versus just saying, oh, well, I guess I'm just going to have to pay the extra. So always be asking the question of, well, do I qualify for an exception? If we believe we do under under the, that list of items, well, then you can try requesting an exception by filing form SSA 44. I've seen the form. It's relatively simple. It's a form that allows you to uh, basically state your case. Why is your income dropping? Why was it a significant change and does it fall within one of the guidelines that they have said uh, qualifies for an exception? So if you fill that form SSA 44 and then you submit it, uh, then they'll put it into the review process and let you know as to whether or not you get the exception, which can make a huge difference when it comes to your 
uh, Medicare premiums part part B and part D, and we'll help you understand here in a second because we're going to walk you through how these numbers change if we don't qualify for the exception and what those numbers go up to. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Okay, so now we're going to work through all of these scenarios and tell you what the surcharges are for 2023. What I want to make sure that you're clear of is that you don't have to all of a sudden frantically start writing uh, notes. We have a blog article uh, that is written on this very topic. You can go to the website and you can re read the article. All of these numbers will be there. So uh, don't, don't, uh, don't stress out right now. All right, so here we are. So we've got our baseline. And now what we're going to say is, okay, what are the surcharges for 2023? If I earn more than $97,000 single, $194,000 married filing jointly. So we're going to walk you through each of these. And it's kind of like there's little blocks in all essence of, of, of money, kind of like they do with the tax code. So here's our first one. If in 2021, remember, we're looking back two years. I, as a single person, earned anywhere from $97,001 to 123,000 or married filing jointly, $194,001 to $246,000 married filing jointly, then I'm gonna have a surcharge. And remember this surcharge is in addition to my base premium of $164.90. So my surcharge, my extra premium is gonna be $65.90 a month for part B and $12.20 for part D. So those are my increases. Remember, this is per person. So if I've got two, a, a married couple, and they're both going on the Medicare, then each of them are going to have that surcharge on their part. This is not for the couple. This is per person. All right, so let's take us to the next block. All right, so the next tier for a single taxpayer is $123,001 all the way up to 153,000. And then for married filing jointly, uh, $246,001, all the way up to 306,000. If you fall into this uh, this tier, whether single or jointly, uh, now your Part B surcharge, so this is again on top of the, the base rate, the Part B surcharge goes to $164.80 per month per person. And Part D surcharge now goes to 31 dollars and 50 cents per month per person. And then we've got a couple more tiers. All right. So now we're just picking up here. So from 150, 153,000, $1 a single person all the way to 183,000 for married filing jointly, 306,000, $1 all the way to 366,000. My surcharge now is $263 and 70 cents for part B and $50 and 70 cents for part D. And then our next tier for single, $183,001 to all the way to uh, $499,999. Uh, 
as a single and then for married filing jointly, $366,001 all the way up to $749,999. The Part B surcharge goes to $362.60 per month per person. Part D goes to $70 per month per person. All right. And this is our last tier. So now it's just a, a the, the last time you have to think about it. More than $500,000 as a single, more than $750,000 as a married filing jointly. My surcharge now is $395.60 for Part B and $76.40 for Part D. So some of this may or may not apply. It's just good to know, though, especially if I'm still working or I have some events that are going to come up that I might get that I might have that would add a lot to my income. Maybe something I'm going to sell, maybe something that I'm going to, that I'm going to have that I know I want to do. And I, and let's say I'm planning forward. I might say, I want to go ahead and do this transaction three years prior. So I don't have to worry about it. Uh, Cause by the way, this exception for that form that Merce told you about earlier, this SSA 44, that's really kind of almost a one-time deal. I mean, there are some scenarios where you might be able to, you know, get a, a second one on there, but that's really kind of a one-time event. We've had some folks try to apply and, and you know, you might get a nice uh, a Medicare representative that that uh, that helps you out on that. But this is something we can plan for. Is there anything else, Merce, that you've seen as far as planning? Yeah, I, w- I would say, you know, unfortunately, the, the that form SSA 44, the list of exceptions, it does not uh, work in the case of you have uh, higher than normal investment gains or you can't plead your case just saying, hey, I was trying to do a, a specific strategy for my retirement plan. So we are right now we're in the midst of our tax strategy meetings with our clients. And let's just say, for example, someone has a, a desire to do significant Roth conversions well, one of the things we want to look at is, well, yeah, where is the tax bracket going to go if we're doing these Roth conversions, which is, you know, take it's the act of taking money from pre-tax, paying the tax and putting it into a tax-free bucket. Obviously, that's going to bring up more taxes as we are uh, uh, paying the tax on those dollars, and it could potentially take us into another bracket. But and but the conversation doesn't stop there. It's also well, let's take a look at the Irma. Let's see, are we are we going to now infringe on these Irma different numbers that we just gave you? And that's part of strategy. So I know several clients that have made a Roth conversion um, and thinking that all they had to worry about was the tax brackets, and then they came in with a surprise uh, when they found out that they they got the letter from Social Security that says, hey, your Medicare is going up because of your income, and they tried to fight it and it did not work. So there's there's planning that you can do when it comes to transitions like like this that the the exception will work, but then you want to be very very aware of what your numbers are when we're trying to implement any types of strategies, and that's a major thing that we're looking at. Yeah, uh, just also you know, so it doesn't overly depress you if that were to happen one year. It is one year, so it's not like all of a sudden now you've bumped yourself into a premium that's going to be for the rest of your life. What, that we that gets reevaluated each year, looking back to. So if you did have something that occurred, and you you did do a large Roth conversion, and you said no, I understand it's going to put me in a higher bracket for or Medicare premium. It's one year, so don't think that you've just put yourself into this position for the rest of your life. All right, everybody, we hope this has been at least some some help for you to think this through. Again, I want to remind you go to the blog, and the blog article there kind of walks you through all these numbers. Um, And if you ever have any questions, we always invite you to
go to our website, top right-hand corner, click on schedule call, and you can hop on a call with Mercer and myself, either one. And we're glad to spend 15 minutes with you trying to help you uh, get a little bit of guidance. Everybody, hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.